Welcome to the Global Franchise Podcast, intimate conversations with some of the most exciting decision makers in the world of franchising to help you and your business adapt to unprecedented change in our industry. I'm Kieran McLoon, Deputy Editor for Global Franchise Magazine. The idea of boutique boxing workouts is one familiar to the franchising world, with some of the biggest companies in the industry being focused on the undeniable benefits that come with exercising like your Muhammad Ali or Rocky Balboa. Title Boxing is one of the brands leading this charge, with a selection of programs designed to burn over 1,000 calories in a single one-hour session. Naturally, COVID-19 has had an enormous effect on the brand and has pushed franchisees to prioritize at-home workouts via the proprietary Title On Demand app. This episode, we're joined by two guests, Susan Borso, who is the president of Title Boxing Clubs, and James Lloyd, who heads up the brand's franchise development. I was keen to hear more about how Title Boxing has navigated a very unusual year and also what they plan to do once fitness centers open across the United States. Hi, guys. Thanks for joining us today. How are you both doing? We're doing great. Thank you so much for having us. We're thrilled to be here. Yeah, Kieran, it's uh, it's an it's an exciting time. Yeah, great. Uh, good to hear. So uh, if we could start then just kind of unpacking what title boxing is as a brand. I, I saw that the the kind of mantra that you guys are really, that drives the brand is that you're, you want to be the best hour of your member's day. Um, and I was wondering what that kind of looks like from the consumer side, someone coming to one of your gyms. Yeah, you know, I'll kick it off and then I'll toss it to James. But our mission statement is to be the best hour of someone's day. So each and every day our members come into Title Boxing Club. They come in for many different reasons. They come in to either alleviate stress, get a good workout, be with their significant other or their families, be part of the community, or they just want to get in shape and they just want to hit that heavy bag. You know, we have almost 2,000 trainers across the globe deliver that experience each and every day, each hour to each member. Sure. Yeah, I'll just add in on this a little bit, Kieran. You know, it's an interesting thing because I've been with the brand since the, the inception with the first club. And, you know, ultimately when we started the brand, we we, we wanted to you know, create phenomenal workouts for people. Because when you look at, you know, the physique of a boxer, it's like like the most perfect specimen you can see of a person when they're on stage weighing in. And mm. what we realized with the whole thing is that it's the way that a boxer trains to 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 get ready for their matches and, and for their boxing bouts on, on why they, will, they look the way they do. So we originally thought that's what people wanted to come in for. And still today, people want a good workout. But what we've realized is that's not why people truly stay with the brand long term. I mean, people, you know, they battle different things every day. You battle traffic and bad jobs, crummy relationships, bullying, stress, right? And, you know, what, what, what we've allowed people to do is come in and hit the heavy bag. And it just, it's such an empowering aspect of the way people work out because working out can be really a mundane experience. And as we started talking to our members and really polling them across the country, what we realized is this is the hour of the day that's theirs. They can come in, they can relieve their stresses, they can forget about work, they can forget about, you know, the stresses of having kids, if anybody out there has kids, you know, at home and just come in and it becomes their workout. And when they leave, they leave refreshed. So what we've tried, you know, started to understand is that our workout is truly an experience. And it's a different experience for each person, depending on what you go on through your days. But Title Boxing Club is always there for you. So when you come in, you you have a phenomenal workout, you let your stresses go, and you feel refreshed when you're done at the end of the day. I think it's also worth adding that, uh, and we'll touch on this probably a little bit more, about the skill set that we provide 
to the members because boxing is a skill set and our trainers, many of them come from boxing backgrounds, are able to provide that technique and that skill set, which is, as James said, is also very empowering and, and can be very rewarding. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, that transitions quite nicely into the the next thing I want to speak to both of you about is the the idea of, you know, the, the boutique boxing space, especially, or boutique workout space, I suppose, in a more general terms, is incredibly competitive at the minute. And it seems almost that that's where the, the fitness um, industry is heading. Um, and I just wondered uh, what kind of differentiates title boxing within that world in the sense of, you know, why would um, an investor who wants to partner with a new franchise brand choose title boxing over the other options within the market? You know, with Title Boxing Club, the thing I've, I've looked at and, and I've talked to, to, to countless numbers of people over the years is that, you know, boxing truly is a sport, right? I mean, boxing's been around since humans been humans pretty much at the end of the day. And there's very few workouts that can get you the, the calorie burn in a one hour setting that, that, that boxing can, right? I think it's cross country skiing and swimming are the other two. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to run around in the snow with skis on my feet. And I can barely swim a couple laps before I feel like I'm just exhausted. <laughs> right. And boxing is one of those things, you know, people can just come in and, you know, they, they, you may have a heavy bag in your basement, but you know, it's just different. And, and, motivation and accountability, Karen, that's really it, right? Um, again, I, I think I said it earlier is, you know, working out can be a mundane experience. You, you, you go to a gym, you, you have to motivate yourself, you're, you're on a treadmill, you're, you're lifting weights. And, you know, in the boutique space, when you come in here, our trainers are here to motivate, drive. Their job is to motivate you, hold you accountable and help you hit your results. Uh, and with that being said, you know, we're not talking about where someone who wants to invest in the space needs thousands and thousands of members like you would think at a traditional gym. We're talking hundreds. Mm -hmm. So it's a quick return on your investment. Uh, it's a sport, so it's not going away. And to Susan's point, like she said earlier with the skill, it, there's an educational component to it. And there's a skill-based component to it. So the more you learn, the better you get, the better your workouts get, which creates that long-term retention, um, you know, that as a business owner, I want with my customer. I want the longer they stay, you know, I can, I have a, a more predictable revenue source going forward through, uh, through the years. And I would also add that, you know, we're a simple model. We're focused. We're focused on the boxing and kickboxing techniques and we're a recurring model. So, you know, being in the membership uh, segment. And, you know, it's very important to have that predictability of your revenue. So our franchisees, you know, know what next month's revenue can be. So that's really a benefit too uh, in getting into title. You know, we also have, um, a dis you know, our awareness is global. So we have a phenomenal partner, Title Boxing Equipment, and they are actually located here in Kansas City with us. But, you know, they provide MMA and boxing equipment globally. Uh, you know, to many, and they're a great partner. So the overall awareness as a distributor for us is huge. And, you know, what's really cool is that, uh, you know, we cater to all fitness levels. So eight to 98, um, doesn't matter what your fitness level is, you know, we're here to help you achieve your why. And uh, I think that's really important. The other cool thing that's kind of happened during the COVID experience is that, you know, you know, Title Boxing Club versus some of the other boutiques and gyms out there, we really have positioned ourselves as kind of like a no touch type of, um, of boutique. Mm -hmm. So you can come into <laughs> our 
our clubs, you, you know, many open the door or they're propped open. We have sanitizer there. And since you have your hands wrapped, you wrap your own hands and you use your own gloves and you hit the bag and then you, you know, have the workout and you leave, you really don't have to touch anything. So it's a kind of a something that's occurred the last few months during this COVID experience. So again, with the the awareness of sanitation and cleanliness uh, is really just a top priority right now. Yeah, no, I mean, you've just touched on it there, Susan, but if we could um, talk about the elephant in the room a little bit, I suppose, obviously, COVID has a massive effect on all industries, but arguably, fitness has been one of the most affected where a lot of um, a lot of businesses just haven't been able to open at all. Um, I was curious as to have many of the title um, locations begun reopening yet. And I suppose when, when that is more large scale, are there any kind of permanent precautions you've mentioned a few there i suppose that are going to be put in place to protect the well-being of both customers but also the you know the franchisees operating the locations and the employees within that group yeah we have about um, almost 70 percent of our clubs that have reopened to date there are some states that we're still waiting uh to reopen new york north carolina michigan and a couple others but Hmm. Now, we've taken, you know, some of the highest, obviously, precautions, and it's been great. And I give kudos to all of our franchisees. Uh, they absolutely are complying with all the local state mandates. But we have um, 30 minutes between each class. So it gives us a terrific opportunity to do some enhanced cleaning, which all the clubs are doing. And what's really unique about Title is the heavy bags that hang on a proprietary bag stand within each club, they're really almost six feet apart, So, which is perfect. And many of our franchisees even take down the every other bag. So it looks like kind of a checkerboard. Um, some are numbering the bags and allowing the members to sign up and, and go to a specific bag. Um, I can tell you our trainers and many and really many of the team employees are all wearing masks. Um, again, uh, safety precautions. Um, you know, we've always cleaned and we just continue to enhance the cleaning with additional foggers uh, during classes, after classes for each bag. And we also um, purchased a glove closet for every single club. So as a franchisor, we wanted to make sure that we stepped up the game and the glove closet is used as an additional sanitizer for bacteria and odor for gloves, particularly for the first time guests who come in and they have an option of either purchasing new gloves or wraps. And and if they choose not to, for whatever reason, we have gloves that have been sanitized twice and this glove closet serves a great purpose. So uh, those are just a few things um, that we've done to, again, make sure that our members are safe and feel very comfortable when they're working out in our club. Sure, yeah, no, it sounds like a really safe environment that you, um, you're fostering with the brand, which is really great to hear. Um, I mentioned up top, and uh, I wonder if we could talk a little bit more about the the title on demand app that launched back in 2019. I mean, it seems like you guys had almost uh, managed to predict the future that this would be the way that a lot of fitness brands would have to have to uh, redirect this year. But what was the um, what was the original sort of thinking, I guess, behind launching the app? And then secondary to that, um, how has that service kind of pivoted or maybe been prioritized throughout the last few months at the height of coronavirus? Sure, I'll kick it off. And I know James can chime in, but we launched Title on Demand in early January of 2019. And you know, at that time, we knew the consumer's lifestyle were, were changing. You know, convenience is everything. People were traveling, people working late, they can't make it out of the house, kids get sick, uh, a number of other reasons. And we just wanted to make sure that we gave the member and the consumer an option to learn 
the skill set and get an amazing workout when they're at home or when they're on the road, or if we don't have a title boxing club in the area for whatever reason. Uh, we may not have opened one yet uh, within a per particular market. So we have that option for for the member or the consumer. And I can tell you through the pandemic, you know, it's just never been more um, timely for us to have title on demand to make sure that these members are members and the consumer stays healthy and engaged with the brand during these really trying times. Um, we've continued to see an evolution with digital. We've seen our franchisees do a terrific job of having live streaming going on as well, again, to continue the engagement with their members. So, so many exciting things that have gone on during the last several months, and we've learned a lot and we continue to evolve. Yeah, Kieran, I wanted to jump in on this too a little bit because, you know, one of the things with Title is, you know, it's such an experience base. And when you go back to, you know, the mission statement of to be the best hour of someone's day, that's truly supporting the vision of our company, which is to be the most, you know, to create the most loyal base of members in the fitness world, right? And how do you do that? Well, we wanted to be with people anywhere they needed us. It doesn't matter, like Susan said, if you're at home, doesn't matter if you're on the road traveling, if it's just a tough day and you can't get into one of our clubs. So, you know, we, we, we looked across our country. We do casting calls. These are our trainers that are in the system. These aren't people outside our system. They're trainers that, you know, our members in certain clubs have gone to for a while. And we wanted to provide the same level of motivation and accountability that someone would get inside the actual club um, that's operating. And we do casting calls. We're on constantly looking at new content and it's evolved over time. Yes, we had boxing, we had kickboxing classes, but you know, in light of you know the situation going on with COVID, there's stretching, there's strength, there's five minute, 15 minute, 10 minute, 30 minute, 45 minute workouts that's on there. Because again, we wanna be there for our members. We wanna be the most inclusive fitness concept out there. It doesn't matter if you're eight to, to, to 80 to 90, as Susan said, and all shapes and sizes, Again, to be the best hour of someone's day, it doesn't have to be inside the operating business. You actually have this in your pocket, on your phone, your iPad, on one of your streaming services, your TV, so that you have that ability to release that stress, to, to get what Title Boxing Club offers in our club now through a digital medium. At the end of the day, though, nothing's going to be the same as when you're in the club. Right? Sure, yeah. So, you know... And it has. Our members have have really adapted to this. Once this happened, we gave all of our members this on us. We, we you know, if they didn't have it or didn't know about it, we we created this and gave it to our entire membership base to help them through these situations. When you can't, and you're you're on quarantine or you're locked down, we wanted them to have the ability to experience our trainers in a time where you're at home. And as we all know, it's it's lonely being at home all the time. So we wanted to give you our trainers in that capacity. Sure, yeah. And um, when all the locations do begin opening fully again, um, will the on-demand app still be a priority for the brand? Is it still going to be a service that's consistently supported? Oh, absolutely. Uh, we produce content all the time. And again, uh, we're going to obviously accelerate it because we know our members and consumers out there absolutely love it. So it's absolutely going to continue. And we're excited about that. Yeah, no, that's really great to hear. Um, Susan, I just wanted to speak with you a little about your kind of journey to title, I guess, because I read that previously you'd worked at these huge franchise brands, you know, world-renowned like McDonald's and Massage Envy, um, and then joined 
fitness in 2015 with title and I was just wondering what kind of prompted you at that time to to jump from the previous you know retail and service brands you'd been a part of to the world of fitness and then specifically I suppose why title boxing you know first of all I've always loved fitness and health throughout my whole life so I'm very competitive and I always again love the aspect of of the industry itself and and you know try and keep fit eat right all that good stuff um, when I was a CMO at Massage Envy, again, still resonated with the entire health and wellness industry. You know, what led me to title is, again, I from Kansas City originally, I wasn't living in Kansas City at the time, that's where we're headquartered, is that um, I started to take title boxing club classes with one of my sisters, and I loved the workout. Um, it was it was a tough workout, but I was learning something new, um, a new skill, and I was really amazed that, you know, 70, 75% of the members were female. And, you know, being in, in boxing, when, you know, six years ago, when I started taking classes, I, I was kind of surprised at that, because boxing had always had a perception of being a little bit more intimidating as a sport. But taking a group led class, which I love group led classes, um, because I, I love that aspect of working out. I just felt it was very empowering. And um, I loved the connection with the trainer as well as the, the managers. They really were going above and beyond. They care about you, they wanna help you. And they're just, we're creating a great community. I saw just a terrific opportunity with the brand, developing a team. We have a phenomenal team here in Overland Park, Kansas and working with franchisees. Um, the model is simple, it's focused. Again, we know who we are. I love our mission statement and our vision and uh, everything the title stands for. So truly um, being, you know, president of this brand for five years is, has just been absolutely thrilling for me and continuing to see it evolve globally uh, is just, you know, love that aspect of it. So that's really the journey and uh, it's still going. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, that's really great to hear. It makes a lot of sense why you'd want to want to partner with such, you know, a continuously successful brand. Um, talking about global development for a moment, James, I wonder if you'd be able to give a little bit more insight. I uh, I read that there's currently, I think, around is it 150 locations, uh, title locations in development. Um, and I was curious as to how you're kind of ensuring that that growth is sustainable. You know, it's not just opening a whole bunch of locations, it's these locations remain open. Um, and then also, I guess, secondary to that, what kind of franchisees you're, you're currently looking for and partnering with to make that sustainability really work for the brand? Yeah, Kira, that's such an important, important question to ask. Uh, we are established and, and what we want to make sure is, you know, how, to your to your point of how the growth is sustainable, we want to innovate. We, you know, as Susan said earlier, the consumer changes with time, hmm. right? And to me, one of the, the most scariest phrases I've ever heard in the English language is this is always this is how we've always used to do it, right? Um, times evolve and, and, and so do we at Title Boxing Club. And that doesn't just mean from a, a product standpoint at looking at, you know, how do we, you know, evolve with what our offerings are and, and, and teach our trainers and, and provide constant education, but also how do we do it through a digital medium? How do we do it through, you know, technology? And that's something that the team, as Susan mentioned earlier, is constantly working on, making sure that the training tools are in place so that when someone comes on board, it's they easily understand how to operate and what the true goal is when you're in your business. But outside of that, how do you help your team? How do you train your team to make sure that, you know, they're prepared for the things that are happening on a daily basis? 
So we're constantly looking at the evolution of how do we offer what we're, what we're doing and stay relevant within that space, but what new things can we add in the future that support our vision and mission of the company? Not just doing it because you need to do it, but doing it because it supports what we're trying to achieve um, you know, as a brand. You know, to the second part of your question on, you know, what franchisees are you partnering with, you know, and, and how are we making that work to make sure we bring on the right people? You know, as I said earlier, we're established. Um, one, financially, we don't want people to, you know, purchase territories that are outside their their comfort zone. You know, we would we would much more be extremely happy to have someone be very successful with one and grow from there than purchasing too many upfront, right? Mm. And what we've learned throughout the years is that people who have an ability to inspire, manage, motivate, and lead teams of people really do phenomenal within our brand. Because fitness is such an emotional journey for people. It, it, it just truly is that, you know, we have to be there for them to provide that phenomenal engaging experience. So when you have a franchisee or someone that understands how to motivate and lead people to want to deliver that on a daily basis, that's who we're truly looking for. And that can come, you know, through, you know, sales and marketing. We've seen it in the healthcare industry. We have people in the IT industry that have come through and been very, very strong with this. But what we've done is we do uh, personality tests and we look for these traits to see, you know, are you someone that fits this brand? Because at the end of the day, this truly is a partnership. You have to be right for our brand, but we have to be right for you. And, you know, that that inner working relationship between franchisor and franchisee is such a key component to being successful that we want you to feel comfortable moving forward, working with the team, understanding the direction and truly what we're all trying to achieve. So these are parts of the conversation that we have with people early on. We want them to understand maybe this is for you, maybe this is not. But going forward, you know, we all want to be successful in the long run. Um, and we want you to do it in time. We want to make sure that what you're looking at doing is something that you're capable of because we can always do more in the future. We don't want to do too many up front. We want you to be successful and have the ability to grow from there. What's also interesting just to add is, you know, like 30, 35% of our franchisees started and were, they were a member. They started as a member and they loved the experience. They loved the brand. They loved what title stands for and wanted to become an owner. So we just awarded somebody in Colorado Springs, a franchise that was a member of one of our North Carolina clubs. So seeing that is also really rewarding and helping franchisees fulfill that dream that, you know, they start as a member and it led to a business opportunity for them as well. Yeah, no, it's really great to hear that people are big enough fans of the brand that they not only, you know, support it, but want to actively become a part of its success. That's always, that's a clear sign, you know, that you guys are doing something right. Um, if we could look at the development from a, an international perspective, I know that Title Boxing currently operates in the uh, in the US, in Mexico and the Dominican Republic, I believe it is. But are there any um, are there any other international markets you're currently targeting or has that kind of been impacted slightly by COVID-19? You know, Kieran, it's been impacted, obviously, um, you know, the, the world with, with what we're going through and we're climbing out of it now. But of course, absolutely. We, you know, again, with what I talked about earlier, we, we want to make sure it's the right, right partner we're going to go with as we grow internationally. Right. Very, very important thing. But we are looking at the UK. We are looking at Australia and India and, and Japan. Um, you know, uh, definitely areas where we want to grow in. We know that fitness is uh 
an important part uh, of people's lives. And I think, you know, when you talk about being impacted by COVID-19, mm. more important than ever to be healthy. I think we've seen that throughout this, that the healthy individuals, the healthier you are, the the better you can withstand some of the things that happen. And, you know, just here in the U.S. with the clubs we have, when we open back up, members were coming back. We're selling memberships like that. That's not a problem. People want to come back. They, you know, we're a social society right? as human beings. We we like to be around other people. We like to talk. And, you know, being at home, people have just it's been a, a huge driving factor for me personally, to, to get back out and be around people and work out and, and stay healthy, it, is, it helps your mindset so much. So, you know, these countries that have been impacted by this as well, and, and the ones I just said that we're looking at going into are very similar to the U.S. in that fashion. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and the the last thing I would speak to both of you about um, sort of links to what you just mentioned there, James, sort of the idea of people wanting to go back to, to gyms and seeing that uptick again. Um, I was just curious as to whether you believe that the um, the fitness industry obviously has been heavily impacted by coronavirus, whether there'll be any kind of much longer term changes, either positive or negative, you know, maybe more support in terms of um, diverse ways to get fitness through applications and things like that. But yeah, do you just, do you, are there any kind of long-term effects you envis- envision um, as a result of this entire pandemic? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll turn this over to Susan for her thoughts on this. This is something we've talked about a lot uh, internally, and I've talked a lot about with you know, candidates that are, are looking at coming on board and opening. Um, you know, I tend to always look at things on the positive side. And one of the things I've seen is, you know, we were kind of set up for social distancing. Our bags are about six feet apart. Uh, you can number the bag system. People can come in. They don't have to touch a lot of equipment. And, you know, we, we when, when we reopened our clubs, you know, we, we focused on cleaning, obviously. But also, I think, the impact this has is it makes people more aware, more aware of your surroundings, more aware of cleanliness, of of things that are happening around you. And, you know, maybe big box gyms may be a little harder hit. I honestly think the boutique fitness segment is going to thrive because of this, because when you look at it, it's, it's fewer people. It's easier to social distance. There's not as much equipment to clean. And I just think it will change fitness going forward. It's going to change the the consumer's mind of, is this place clean, you know, cleanly enough? It's going to change their their mind and the aspect of how safe is this facility? And you know, when you have the ability to provide that motivation and accountability to someone when they're sitting there coming through the door, that typically you don't get at a, a, a typical gym unless you're with a personal trainer in a safe and cleanly atmosphere. I look at it as it's only going to help us going forward because now people are more conscious of what's going on around them than we have to be in the past. I mean, one of the things this has done for me just being at home is, you know, I, we take so many things for granted. We just really do. And our workouts are one of them, you know, because when you can't have it, you start really missing it. But when you go back, you want to make sure it's as safe, as healthy and, you know, as, as motivating as it possibly can be. And I truly believe this is going to change the way people look at fitness. They're going to look for these types of, of atmospheres, which is what we're kind of set up for already. You know, I would just add that I absolutely believe fitness is going to go to a new level. It is never going to be more important physically and mentally for everyone. Uh, group fitness, people are thriving for the community. 
they need to be part of the club and the community. They've missed their trainers. They've missed working out and they've missed their routine, which, uh, you know, James touched on. I think what's been interesting these last, you know, three to four months, the learnings that we've had as a brand, and we've taken advantage of, of these opportunities. So, you know, as James said, people have been at home. They've been with their kids. There have been no schools. There have been no activities. There's been a lot of isolation. And so what have we done as a brand? We're obviously looking at that and, you know, we're turning um, and we're making opportunities. So example, we are launching a new kids camp in September, ages five through 10. You know, schools have been prolonged. Um, You know, there may be November, December, January, longer stay at home. So again, getting the kids back and providing a structured class with our team and the trainers is really exciting for the brand. The franchisees are excited about it. We know that families have spent a lot more time together the last few months. So we have some new family membership promotions that are going on. The digital continues to evolve and innovate, and and we're looking at some things as we speak. So again, seizing the opportunity during these times and innovating and making sure that we're meeting the demands of the consumer and our members each and every day is going to be critical. I will tell you, I believe exercise is the best medicine out there. I believe um, fitness will become stronger and stronger and people need it. And um, again, it will accelerate some of the some of the areas of innovation that we're working on right now just to meet those demands. So it's a pretty exciting time, quite honestly, um, for fitness in, in general and for our team. Yeah, no, it's, it sounds like you're not just going to come back, you know, and th- be the title that people know, but almost stronger than ever, really, which is really great to hear, especially in the in the current um, current climate. So, yeah, no, that's really great to hear. And thank you for, for giving us such a, a detailed look at the title boxing brand. Really excited to see what you guys do in the future. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you. Thanks, Kira. One of the most interesting points made during our conversation was how the boutique space has had the potential to come back swinging even stronger than before, um, and arguably more so than the larger gyms that cater to a more sizable membership at any one time. The nature of appointments and social distancing already being being in place at title boxing um, means that members can have the peace of mind that their safety is being prioritized, which is something brands are going to need to focus in on, especially those operating within the fitness space. Some of the statistics that um, James and Susan mentioned at the title about Title's membership and its franchisee demographic were surprising, such as the brand's client base being 75% female or the fact that 35% of the brand's franchisees started as members. They must be doing something right if paying customers decide that they then want to invest in the business for themselves. Um, And this is always a great indicator of franchisee satisfaction. We'd be interested to hear your thoughts on this. What has your experience of boutique fitness concepts during the past few months looked like? Um, And has a particular brand stood out as exemplary in how it's handled lockdowns and precautions? Make sure to let us know. If you like the podcast, subscribe and recommend it to your friends and colleagues. Or even better, leave a review or a simple rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods. To keep up to date with franchise news and have it put into context by the global franchise experts, subscribe to the magazine, hit us up at globalfranchisemagazine.com and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn today.